This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, I've been following his art for a few years now, since, since uh, I guess two years since I, I saw it pop up on Instagram. And uh, finally, the book has come out. I exaggerate my brushes with fame. Born November 18th in St. Louis, Missouri. After graduating from Sacred Heart University, he did what any young man with a marketing degree from a Catholic university would do, and that start a career in comedy. After fighting it out in the clubs of Los Angeles, he landed an appearance on The Tonight Show, which eventually led to a decade-long run on Saturday Night Live. You've seen him in such films as, Happy Gilmore, and, Grandma's Boy, You've seen them on the Showtime series, Weeds, and the CBS series, Man with a Plan, as well as being an accomplished caricature artist, and his new book, I Exaggerate, My Brushes with Fame, hits bookstores today. Please welcome, longtime friend of the show, Kevin Nealon. Mr. Kevin Nealon, how are you? I'm so excited to be talking to you, Johnny, and I love that intro you have on me every time with the uh, computer man talking. Yes. Listen, your art, I've been following this on Instagram for a couple of years now, because you really, it happened in 2020. You'd always been an artist, but you really dug in on, on some new style. Yeah, I really, I totally focused, zeroed in on it, because I like to do a lot of different things. I do a lot of things, but I don't do anything really good. You know what I mean, Johnny? That's not true at and, all. Uh, that is not true well, at all. Well, I mean, I, I'm kind of focusing now on the artwork, and uh, and I love doing it. It's it's when we had the pandemic, of course, nobody could go out and work, and I was a comedian, so I was used to getting on stage every weekend almost, and and you know, getting laughs. And then the pandemic hit, pandemic hit, and then you know, we couldn't do any of that. So I started making these caricatures, and I was posting them, and people were laughing at it, and they were loving them. And I thought, well, this is kind of like. Comedy, it's, it's like a nonverbal form of comedy, and that kind of gave me my fill. Yeah. Well, you, you've got this great – it drives me crazy when I – people like you, talented, like ridiculously talented, like your ability <laughs> – like, and, and then, and then the, the stories that you write with them, like, like seeing Robin Williams, when you guys are first starting out, you know, every, everybody's just trying to make it. And Robin, of course, is legendary for being this whirlwind guy who would sit there and do anything. Only Chris Rock maybe outworked him. And – your take and your those looks into their world, man, and then the drawings, and you always manage to grasp whatever it is to think, whether it be their eyes, their smile, their 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 skin. Like there's always something. I go, man, did he he really grabbed that? Oh, thanks, man. Well, I think you're right. I think the thing that makes this stand out from other art books, say, is the the accompanying anecdotes that they have yeah. for each one. You know, if it's Farley, I talk about Farley on SNL, or if it was uh, 
um, you know, Jeff Daniels talking about how we both almost died in a makeup chair. You know, it's, <laughs> hey, it's all it's all fun. The story about Johnny Carson, I'd never you I'd never heard you tell the story. And for those who don't know, but before it all happened, you know, you get a shot at Johnny. That's that was as big as you could possibly get as a comedian. Yeah, that was my goal as a stand-up to get yeah. on the Tonight Show. And I would go to the watch the Tonight Show every week, at least once or twice in person, because they gave away tickets for free. And I would just, I was mesmerized by the whole thing. I would watch the, the whole thing unfold, how, you know, Johnny would come out and warm up the audience a little bit, and then the band would play. I, and I would watch different people come on the show, like Paul McCartney or whatever. And it was like a, a Vegas show for me. Right. I knew the whole layout. So when I got on that show, I kind of knew what the what the procedure was, but it was a whole different thing when they were about to open that curtain and I was coming out and I, I the, the band played me out. I nodded to Johnny. I got to my spot. I couldn't remember my act. I yeah. totally blanked out. Oh, it's terrifying. And by the time the audience stopped clapping, finally it came back to me, thank God. Yeah. And then he waved you to the couch, which never happens on your first time. Well, it's very rare, but it does happen. And, and I was lucky to be one of those rare moments. And I'm telling you, it was the highlight of my career, Johnny, over everything, yeah. SNL, Weeds, anything, Santa movies. That was, nothing will ever top that. I mean, it was such a natural high I had after doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, telling you, I, so I could happy. feel, I was reading the book, and it's funny because I, I, I didn't read it backwards to forwards, but somehow the Johnny was towards the end of me reading it. And I was reading it, and I was happy for you. Like, I had a big, ridiculous grin on my face just oh, reading nice. it, how much you loved and what it meant to you. And you and just it told it beautifully, man. And then, like, this, the looks into the world. Like, I knew Dana Carvey lived with Lauren Michael from SNL for, for quite a while when, when they brought him on. But he, I had no idea he would call you, and you were trying to make it in this world. And SNL's a big deal. He would yeah. call you and say, guess who's in the kitchen? That's right. Yeah, he would, he would he'd say, I'm in the back bedroom. I'm, I'm over at Lauren's house. I'm, I'm in the back bedroom. Guess who's in the kitchen? Bill Murray. I'm like, no. Goes, yeah. Guess, and then the next week later, guess who's in the kitchen? Steve Martin. I'm like, man, I want to be in that kitchen. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then and you, eventually I, I yeah. ended up in that kitchen. Yeah. You get the interview yeah. with Lauren. And by the way, you tried to play it. I love that because it just reminds me of every time I've ever tried to cut a deal for myself where Lauren says, well, he offers you the job. And you go, let me think about it over the weekend. And what does he say to you? <laughs> well, you think about it over the weekend and we'll see you in New York on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason I said that was because my manager who managed both of us, told me we'd tell him that. <laughs> yeah. well, and the idea that then Dana called you and said, guess who's in the kitchen? Yeah. And you said. Yeah. And I said, I'm in the kitchen now, tough guy. <laughs> Dude, I love. Full circle. I love the book. That's The reason is because I, I love the caricatures. But again, it's to me, it's always the look inside of people that I, I have so much admiration for. You and yeah. how you see Steve Martin. You know, Steve was, I mean, legend, oh. legend, legend, legend. legend. Oh my gosh. I mean, just to, I was in his movie, Roxanne, first thing I've ever done. Like yep. I was drunk number two and then I got to know him in SNL. And then we kind of became friends over the years. We played banjo together. I played poker at his house. We were body surfing in the Caribbean together. So crazy. <laughs> I know it, it's just, it's crazy how life turns out. And, uh, and I try to capture all that in this book. I, I've drawn, tell you, it's about almost 60 caricatures in there. And each one tells a story, even people I didn't know. Like, you know, Humphrey Bogart right. and Lauren Bacall, how they used to uh, fight. And then when he got cancer, he was very frail. He lived upstairs and they would still have friends over for dinner. And they would just, he, she would put him into the dumbwaiter, you know, those little 
things you pull down, the little pulley things that you put food in, <laughs> the laundry. Because he was so small and frail, they folded oh. him up and put him in there, and they lowered him down, and then she'd open up the door of the guest and say, dinner is served. You know? Yeah. It's, but they're crazy because stuff that you would never know about. Like, you know, you and Prince. I mean, that's, yeah. that's some rarefied air. Oh, my God. I mean, I've had a really lot of great opportunities, and it's, it's been some time since I started, so I've met a lot of people. And I've had a lot of different experiences. And I think I got another book of me with more caricatures yeah. and more stories. Because, I mean, you certainly, as you know, you collect them over the years. Yeah. Well, and I love the idea that you were drawing people on airplanes at, at the airport, at restaurants. And when you were just, you had a moment and you'd take the napkin and put it in your pocket and just they'd never know. You wouldn't show it to them. And you would just, you just take them home. Yeah, and some of those are in the book, and you know, I would do it on barf bags too, but mo mostly the empty ones because you get a more accurate <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, drawing. <laughs> Dude, the idea of does Jennifer Aniston know that? I wouldn't say you stalked her, but you kind of stalked her back when she didn't before uh, she ever had a gig. It was harmless stalking, though. Yeah. I wasn't. She didn't know I was stalking her. <laughs> no, do you have to know someone's after you to, to call it stalking? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't even after. I was just admiring her. It's like I would go to a museum and look at a, a beautiful painting. You know, I wasn't. Uh, but she was, yeah, she was a hostess at this hamburger joint in New York when I first moved to New York. Uh, it was called Jackson Hole on Amsterdam. And I would go there because there was a cute hostess working there. She's always flirting with the, the waiters at the front, you know, by the check-in. I would just go sit up at the counter, and I just kind of watch. Every once in a while, I'll turn and watch her, and she was just gorgeous. And I told her that story because I've worked with her. That's great. Several times after that, since then, and um, and she always laughs at that. And uh, I said, "What's so funny about that?" <laughs> you know, that's that was my next question: Is did you ever tell her? Like, because I just think, my God, Jennifer Aniston at that point, you know, she's the hostess at this place. You know, you're sitting there, and there's it's an unmistakable, lovely face. It's that super kind, ultra sweet America sweetheart face. <laughs> you know? Well, that was early in my career. Yeah, and you, um, and, and you, I mean. I, I love your take on all this stuff. Like even here's my, my, I'm terrified. If I meet somebody that I love and I'm so, I love what they do. And they're so important to me in that aspect. And they're like, we should go to dinner or you should come to my house. I, I almost never do it because I'm terrified. I'm going to screw up. Yeah. I, I'm going to alter things. And like would you get with Buzz Aldrin, I could not be a bigger fan of Buzz Aldrin and what he did and who he is and, and his place in this world. I don't think there's a greater human being alive. Uh, maybe Neil. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, this guy is, he comes from the old, he's a top gun school, you know, he's, yeah. he, I, I ran into him on the beach. You might have read this. I ran into him on yeah. the beach in Mexico. I was on some celebrity junket thing. And I guess he was part of that. And I see him on the beach. I can't believe it. It's Buzz Aldrin. I, I pictured he was walking on the moon on the sand, you know, and yeah. I go up to him. I say, hi, Buzz, hi, Mr. Aldrin, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm in awe of you. And, uh, and I started asking him questions. I said, were you um, ever afraid that maybe you couldn't get off the moon? And he looked at me and goes, what are you, a wise guy? I'm thinking, oh, what is he? Wait, he misconstrued that. I mean, oh, no, I'm serious. Oh. He goes, why wouldn't I get off the moon? I said, because maybe you got onto the lunar module. It wouldn't start. He goes, why wouldn't it start? Oh. <laughs> See, he's a rocket scientist. Oh. Everything's supposed to work, right? And I said, well, sometimes I get into my car and it doesn't start. So, you know, why wouldn't <laughs> And he looks, he turns away and he thinks about it. He goes, well, we did get in and the, the, one of the fuses was stuck out a little bit. We called Houston. They said, oh, just push it back in. So we did. And, uh, 
And then, uh, you know, <laughs> I walked, the wise guy walked away after that. Yeah, see, that's what I'm terrified of. Like, the, the curmudgeonly Buzz Aldrin, who's the greatest American maybe we've ever known. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. Right. Because you'll, you'll get a different outlook. But I did meet James Taylor, who was my hero for a long time. You know, I grew up watch, uh, listening to his and learning how to play his music on the guitar. And he was so great. And he got on SNL and I got to know him a little bit. And we we're standing by the craft service table having some donuts. And we started talking. And I asked him about, hey, how do you play that chord? How do you do this? Oh. And at the end, he goes, you know what? We should get together sometime. I, I say that a lot, but I, I think we, we really should. So I went out to dinner with him one night. And it was like a date. You know, we went to a Cuban restaurant. I don't even like Cuban food. It makes me sweat a lot, but he wanted to go there. So I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love That's you. Crazy. Dude, I love you so much, Kevin. I, and I just love the book, man. I, I can't tell you. And I know we got short time here, but man, I hope you get back to Kansas City soon and we get to spend a little time. Uh, I'm going to make a point of it. Thanks, Johnny. You're always the best. Oh, dude, it's a great book. Congratulations. Thanks. And my hiking show comes out for, uh, October 27th, hey, fourth a- season. Anytime you, you want to stop by and talk about it, we I, I would love to have you. I uh, appreciate that, buddy. Right, take care, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.